up, everybody? You're listening to the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, virtual marketing coach and fellow creative soul, Miranda Rodriguez. In this podcast, you'll get expert marketing guidance that you can implement on your own, and you'll learn how marketing your business can be simple, doable, and fun. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to episode 56 of the Marketing for the Uninhibited podcast. I'm your host, Miranda Rodriguez, and today we're talking about legitimizing your business. We're going to cover a few key pieces of the business puzzle, especially as you're just getting started. Now, you may have done some of these, or maybe you're new to business, so you haven't done any of them, or maybe you just need some clarification on things. So that's where we're diving in today. All right, you want to get your notebook for this one because we are taking notes today. Your homework for today is just going to be to do the research and to get this stuff done if you haven't already. Um, There's not going to be an exercise accompanying this episode, but there will be lots of notes later on. So we're going to specifically talk about naming your business, incorporating your business, And then whether or not you want to trademark the name and logo for your business. But I will get there in just a moment. First, I want to tell you a little personal story today. So I started my business officially. My LLC was finalized in October. um, I think the first day... Yeah, October 2nd of 2017. So that was the first day that I worked from home as a new business owner. And at the time, it took probably about six weeks to get my LLC set up. So I knew at that time, you know, I I didn't hire. I still don't have any plans to hire employees. Um, I knew my business would remain small. It would just be me as the owner at the time. I wasn't, Marshall wasn't even on the radar. So it was just me filing my taxes. Um, So it made it pretty easy. It was a pretty easy decision for me to decide to go the LLC route. Um, The naming part of the business was the hardest for me. I have always found it difficult to pick names. I don't know what I'll do when we have children. Um, So at some point, if you're in the naming process, you're just going to have to go for it. And that's what I had decided. So I landed on the name Let Go Marketing. And I had a web I had a domain called Let Go Marketing. I had an email, you know, at letgomarketing.com. I had business cards. I built my own website using Squarespace. I went to networking events promoting this business. Um, and that was in October of 2017. Now, we're going to talk about trademarks in just a moment, but the rule and the reason why you trademark is so that other people in your industry cannot take the name of your business and use it for their business in the same industry. That's the general rule of thumb. Now, when you trademark, you can't include a logo, and so that would be included to, you know, trademarking protects your name and your logo as the prop your property in your business. Um <clears throat> I was not aware that 
there are what's called celebrity business names, celebrity trademarks that transcend the typical industry barriers to protection. So for example, you may have heard of some of these companies like Amazon and Walmart and McDonald's. So if you're starting a jewelry making business and your last name is McDonald and you want to call that business McDonald's and take up McDonald's.com, there's a chance you're going to get sued or receive a cease and desist letter because that even though McDonald's, the fast food restaurant and McDonald's, the jewelry business are in two separate industries, McDonald's is what's called and considered a celebrity trademark. And so they pretty much own the rights to that name being used at any time for business or for money-making purposes. So I learned this after (laughs) six weeks. I learned this lesson the hard way. So you may be familiar with an app called Let Go. Um, Let Go app. And so on that app, you buy, trade, and sell goods, I think. I don't have the app, but I think that's something you can do like person to person, much like the Facebook marketplace or something. I knew that I knew that business existed, but because they were in a separate industry, I thought let go marketing, especially because it said marketing in the name, would be safe. And I want to also state here, in addition to all of my marketing collateral, I had also registered the name of my business in the state of Illinois as Let Go Marketing. So, I mean, my business was as legit as it could be at that point in time. And in April of 2018, so uh, maybe it was March, in March of 2018, almost exactly Six months, just just shy of six months of me being in business, I received an email from a lawyer that another lawyer friend of mine looked up and saw was legitimate. This lawyer probably makes $1,000 an hour um, and just sits on the internet. I received a cease and desist letter from a very fancy attorney who represented Let Go the App. And what they wanted me to do, um, it wasn't, it was harsh. It wasn't mean. I do think it was intended to scare me. Um, What they wanted me to do was to immediately surrender my domain name and my, (laughs) and change the name of my business. Now, I also had business, a business bank account. So literally everything had been set up in my business and I was told that I couldn't use the name of my business anymore. Just, you know, five, six months into running a business. So at that point, you know, I was dealing with a lot of imposter syndrome. There's a lot of feelings like, is this worth it? You know, six months in, it's kind of a hairy time as a new entrepreneur. So, you know, like, can I make enough money here? Anyway, I did that. Um, I immediately reached out to a couple attorneys I know asking for a recommendation for a trademark attorney. Now, yesterday when I was talking about accountants, I gave some advice about, you know, seeking out the the guidance and expertise from experts. And, you know, even if you can only afford to pay them for like an hour of their time and just getting on the right foot. So 
I was referred to a trademark attorney in Algonquin. Happy to provide that information if you want it. Um, He is still there and practicing, and he only deals with trademarks, patents, and copyrights, and he has free 20-minute consultations. So I drove all the way out to Algonquin from Aurora for a free 20-minute consultation where I cried in this poor old man's office, and he patiently waited until I was done (laughs) crying all over the table to tell me that I had no case here. Um... Essentially, he was like, yep, you're going to have to change the name of your business. What you're going to do is reply to this email very nicely. Let them know you've received it. Let them know you know, you have met with a trademark attorney and you are working as quickly as possible to change over the name of everything. And once you've changed the name of your business, you'll purchase a new domain, at which point you will no longer use the old domain and it will be theirs. And so that's what I did. And, you know, that simple reply took a lot of the scariness out of the situation because then the let go attorney replied to that and said, "Okay, thanks so much. We appreciate your due diligence. Um, You know, just keep us posted on how it goes. I'm sure he didn't say keep us posted, but you know what I mean? And I will say (laughs) to Google's credit, the reason I think they they came across my website, especially being so new and not really creating content or anything at that time was because I ran a paid Google ad. And so they, it's possible they had alerts set up for keyword searches related to let go, um, or businesses running ads related to let go or, you know, whatever, or they just have, you know, very fancy attorneys combing the internet for trademark infringement. And I got caught in that web. So, so I did it. And then marketing for the uninhibited was always the tagline of the business. And I went back and forth for a long time, you know, like trying to find a name. It took me so long just to get to let go marketing. And I had to grieve the loss of my business as I knew it at that point, which, you know, has been a great turning point now that I'm almost that was two years ago less more than two years ago so that was a great turning point for me as a business owner and for the business as a whole and for the brand but I just didn't know what to do so the trademark attorney referred me to the trademark search database which is free and I will link it in the show notes so you have it um and from there I just, I did my research and I would come up with names and I would talk to friends and I was living with my mom at the time and my mom and I would brainstorm. And then one day my mom said, you know, why don't you just call it marketing for the uninhibited? It's already a part of your business, you know, feel like your branding, you've already been using it. So, so I looked it up and it was available in the trademark database, you know, nothing similar in any industry. And so I went back to the attorney and I said, okay, I think this is the name I've landed on. Based on my research, it seems like it'd be a good fit. The domain is available. The social media accounts are available. So I ended up hiring that attorney to officially file a trademark form for my marketing for the uninhibited business with my balloon logo. And so the logo ch- didn't change. 
all of that stayed the same. The color stayed the same. Um, the font stayed the same. But all I changed was the name of the business. And that, in turn, really changed the whole feel of the business for me. So that's my little story to share with you and just tell you. You know, I know a lot of people recommend and I had read and been given the advice, you know, that there's no need to trademark your business, especially in the first six months to a year. Um, why spend money trademarking it when you don't even know if it's going to last that long. However, your trademark only needs to be renewed every 10 years. It did cost me, um, for the attorney itself, I think, and for like the application fees and everything, it, I think in total is between like 12 and $1,800. I could be wrong there and could be including some of the rebranding in the class, but, um, you know, plan around $1,200, find an attorney that can do it for you, but, you know, and ask your questions, do your homework. However, you know, for $1,200 to not have to go through that shitty experience, which was renaming my business and rebranding everything, losing the money I had initially invested in the first six months for collateral, like website, business cards, all of that, um, to not have to do that again and to have the peace of mind that my business and my balloon are protected, it's great. So essentially what that means is if I come across a, another business specifically, you know, in the marketing coaching industry that's using for the uninhibited, um, I have grounds to ask them to stop using that name. Of course, you probably need to hire an attorney to do that, but to enforce that, but you know, it's there. It's like a safety net. I know it's there because I've already been through that process. I wanted to make sure I was protected. And so I, I did it. A lot of people will say, tell you advise against that early on. I know a lot of people who are running business, very, very successful businesses that haven't trademarked their names. So it's just kind of something that you have to make the decision from your own comfort level and you have to ask yourself like how how big are you planning to grow what industry are you in is it is it competitive how visible are you going to be you know and even locally like are there others are there i don't like to say competitors but like are there a lot of other local people in that same industry where you think someone may may steal quote your your prop, your intellectual property there. So just think about that. Um, it's a big lesson I learned early on in my business. And that's why today, first I want to talk about, we're going to talk about picking a name. So when it comes to picking a name, I just went through this with a client. Uh, the first thing to remember is that trust that you can build a story behind any name that you pick. Um, the story is what's going to resonate with your target audience. When you think about big, big brands like Nike or Target or Southwest or um, Nike's a big one, you know, because they've always worked to share the stories of the athletes, right, in some components. So they have created this huge story and this huge emotional impact behind the brand, um, so just think about that. You know, a name is really just kind of something you have to have on there. The name is not what makes or breaks your business. It's what you do once you get that name that's going to make or break your business. Um, and just and really just building that emotional connection. And then 
Once you've decided on a name or maybe a, a handful of names, and you can do a series of exercises for this, you can talk to people about it. Um, I would, the first thing I would do given my history is check the free trademark database. You can search the national trademark database. Um, I did have it available. Let me see. It's USPTO.gov and you can search there and see if anyone else in your industry has ever had that name. Actually, you can type in the name and then see what comes up and um, you'll get a lot of information that way. Another thing you want to do once you pick a name is see if the website domain is available. I have all my domains on Google domains. I just prefer that. I think they're super easy to work with. I also use G Suite and Gmail for my business, so it all integrates really nicely. Um, is the domain available? Also, they're like 12 bucks, most of those domains. So just do a quick domain search on a trusted domain site and see like, okay, if I want to start a business, am I going to be able to get the website domain for this? And then if you're really serious and you might just buy it for 12 bucks or whatever, um, just so you have it and that'll last you a year. And then the, the third thing you want to search after the trademark database and the domains is to search social media handles. So are there social media handles available or, you know, that you could create for this business on Instagram or Facebook or wherever. Now, I want to let you know that just because you have a domain, you have registered your business or incorporated it in the state in which you live, and you have the social media handles for a given name, that does not mean you own the rights to that name and that property. The only way you can own the rights to that is if you trademark it. A lot of people get confused about that. They say, oh, well, you know, and, and when you register your business in the state in which you live, they're going to come back to you and they're going to say there's already a business in that industry with that name. And so a lot of people think, okay, you know, I, I got to register the business, so that means that there's no one else in the state that has that name, but that's not the same as trademarking. Trademarking protects you on a national level. Um, maybe international. I don't know how international trademarks work. The USPTO website is very helpful. They have lots of free videos and trainings you can watch to figure that out. So pick a name. What's the trademark database say? Is the domain available? Are the social media handles available? And trust that you can build a story behind that name that will resonate with your target audience. After that, once you've picked a name for your business, you're going to want to incorporate your business in some manner. Now, again, this is something that people go back and forth about. So I knew I was in it for the long haul. I knew I was creating a business. I did not just want to start my business as a hobby and to not, you know, and to accept like cash payments through my personal bank account and all of that. Like I knew I wanted my business to be as legitimate out front as it could. And I wanted separation from my personal and my professional finances. So I, I went the LLC route. I'm not going to talk about the differences between these. I really do think you should consult a professional for that. Do your own research online. Um, LLC and S Corp are generally the most popular for 
small businesses, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs just starting out. So um, talk with an accountant or an attorney. An accountant filed my um, LLC paperwork in the state of Illinois. And shout out to Monica and Jarrell Genius. They're now in Arkansas, but they have an accounting firm and they do that. So they were really, she was, Monica was really helpful in that process. Um, And then, you know, you need to consult with anybody who will be impacted by this financial decision. Having a new business is going to affect your taxes. If you file taxes jointly with a member of your household, it's probably worth it to sit down and talk to them and how this will impact them or what is going to change. Also, any business partners you may have. Um, and then you're going to want to file it and it's going to take time to do it. So give, you know, anything, anything with a governmental agency takes time. So be patient, especially now with COVID and offices not being full or a lot of people working from home. I would imagine things are taking longer than ever before. Um, and then file it. Just to reiterate, registering as an LLC or incorporating your business in the state in which you live does not mean your name and your logo are protected. All right, lastly, I want to break down um, trademarks. The difference between trademark, patent, and copyright, There, we get a lot of questions. I know a lot of you listening are creatives. You do have intellectual property as well as like physical property products and scents and things that you've created on your own. Um, I do highly recommend consulting a, a trademark copyright and patent attorney specifically. There are attorneys that only specialize in that type of law. So I would find an attorney that specializes in that type of law only. All right. Um, See if they have a free consultation you can take advantage of to ask some questions and then figure out next steps from there. Trademark. A trademark is a word. I pulled these from the USPTO website, by the way, USPTO.gov. And that's where you can get all this fun trademark patent copyright information for free. I watched so many videos. I was like an expert for a while. Um, I haven't had to reference them in a long time, but I did pull these up for your knowledge. All right, trademark. A trademark is a word, phrase, symbol, and or design that identifies and distinguishes the source of the goods of one party from those of the others. A patent is a limited duration property right relating to an invention granted by the United States Patent and Trademark Office in exchange for public disclosure of the invention. And lastly, a copyright protects original works of authorship, including literary, dramatic, musical, and artistic works, such as poetry, novels, movies, songs, computer, software, and architecture. Again, I am not a trademark attorney. I highly recommend you find one that offers free consultations. Tell them about your business. See how best you can protect yourself and your business. And then whether or not you do that right now is up to you. But just so you have the knowledge. People, so many people forget that you can like pick up the phone or schedule a consult. I offer free consultations. A lot of attorneys offer free consultations. A lot of service providers offer free consultations. Take advantage of them and get those questions answered by a real live human 
who is an expert in their industry. I caution you about talking to an attorney who says they specialize in divorce law and trademarks and immigration law and criminal defense. You know, like find an expert in in this specific situation. If if you need a, a divorce attorney, you know, you're going to want to find a divorce attorney, not someone who's like, mm, I kind of know divorce law, but I also do trademarks. Like, no, no, find someone Find an expert in the industry, see how you feel when you talk to them, and then decide whether or not you want to move forward. All right. I know that's a lot of information. I hope that's helpful and helps you clarify. So pick a name, decide how to incorporate your business, decide if you're going to go with a trademark or a copyright, if that's relevant for your business, Um, and then consult experts, accountants, attorneys, um, you know, business coaches, a lot of time business coaches, like I'm a marketing coach. So we have great referrals for these types of things because we're not experts in them, but our clients need these resources. So I hope that was helpful. I will talk to you again soon. Let me know what questions you have about this stuff, or if you need referrals for any of these resources. I love my, my accountant and I, I loved my trademark attorney. You know, he let me cry in that office, my little newbie self. So I have those resources too. All right. I'll talk to you again soon. As always, reach out at marketinguninhibited.com on the website. You can schedule a free 30 minute consultation there. Shout out to free consultations. And you can reach out on Instagram at marketinguninhibited. And I am doing um, short IGTV videos in conjunction with these longer podcasts for the Business Basics series. All right, talk to you soon.